In today's episode, we will discuss how we can show up for ourselves and for others by protecting and managing our own energy. Just like our time or money, if we aren't cognizant of where our energy is going or how our energy works, we will easily end up mismanaging it and suffering the consequences both short-term and long-term. Having energy helps us reach our goals, be there for other people who matter the most to us, and to be the best version of ourselves. So our energy really impacts all areas of life. Have you ever heard of the spoon theory? This is a theory that a friend of mine told me about a few years back, and I looked into it. It's pretty interesting. There's a lady named Christine Miserandino who created a website that's called But You Don't Look Sick, and she developed the spoon theory to explain the necessity of rationing energy when one is chronically ill. But I think this theory she created can actually be used by anyone. But first, let me explain that she used spoons as a visual representation of units of energy. And she explained that people with autoimmune diseases, disabilities, or mental or physical illnesses require more energy than the average person just to perform daily tasks like showering, getting dressed for the day, etc. So she was at lunch with a friend and she actually used these utensils at the table to explain that each activity requires a different amount of spoons. And once the spoons are gone, the person has exhausted all energy and needs to rest. If the energy expenditure requires more than the daily allotment of spoons, they will feel the effects the following day. So I think that we can all learn from this theory regardless of our physical state. So we all know that time and money are resources and we only have so much time in the day. We have so much money to work with. And yes, we can say money is endless and there's a lot of money out there. But the point is, it's a physical thing that we can actually see and touch and we spend it and then we make it and it goes in and out. And energy is similar in the sense that it can be depleted and then replenished. So we need to really understand how energy works. And it's even divided into categories like our physical energy, mental energy, emotional energy, and even spiritual energy. So we can view our energy as currency. We start the day with a certain amount and the amount will vary day to day depending on how well we slept whether or not we're sick or in pain, our emotional state, etc. So every day we're going to start with a certain amount of energy. And as we go through the day, we're going to face situations that either invigorate us and add to our energy or drain our energy. And there are many factors at play here. For example, two people could be in the same situation and one might feel depleted afterwards and the other might feel inspired. So really paying attention to your own energy 
is really important. Which friends inspire you? Which conversations light you up? Which activities fuel you? Not only do you need to know how you get energized by external forces, it's equally useful to know what habits or personal practices can help you recharge your batteries when no one else is around. This involves paying attention to your preferences, such as do you like a lot of noise and stimulation and really loud music? Or do you prefer a quieter, calmer environment to recharge? Believe it or not, people can recharge in either of those environments, but you might know just from hearing that that you definitely prefer one over the other. So we know it's important to know what makes us feel passionate and alive and really fuels us and lights us up, but we also need to get clear about what drains us. So what uses up your energy? Is there a certain portion of the day that seems to just zap all of your motivation? Are there certain interactions draining you? Are your own negative thoughts and critical self-talk taking your energy? Some of these answers might have come to mind immediately and you might know exactly how you recharge your batteries and also what types of things drain you. But I also suggest being aware of your energy for an entire day or even several days and just noticing the ebbs and flows and how your energy goes up and down and um, just like how it starts off, how you feel at the very beginning of the day before you've, you've even done anything and then just noticing the patterns throughout the day. So here are three things that we can do that will allow us to have more energy and also show up for ourselves and others. The first thing is strategically scheduling time to recharge. Now, this could be as simple as trying not to schedule things back to back, Like if you schedule appointments or sessions or work meetings, you do your best to give you, give yourself a little bit of space in between those sessions that you're scheduling. Or it could mean that when you're saying yes to commitments, you look at your calendar first and decide whether or not you're going to have the energy to do that actual activity. So just thinking about how you can arrange your calendar and your schedule in a way that will allow you to actually recharge. And this might mean that you have to seek help from other people. It might mean that you need to look ahead at the calendar and think through when you might have some time for self-care or time to yourself away from others if that's how you recharge. If you recharge 
by socializing. It might mean that you schedule a lunch with a friend or a group dinner or time that you're going to do something else that's social because we all recharge in different ways. So first of all, you need to know how you recharge and then schedule that time very strategically. So that's the first thing you can do is just making sure you're giving yourself that time to recharge. That means sleeping, that means having space, that means doing whatever it is that helps you fuel yourself, recharge your batteries, and just be that best version of yourself. The second thing that you can do is when you feel drained, ask yourself which energy is drained. Is it emotional energy? Is it mental energy? Is it physical energy or even a deep spiritual energy that feels drained? The reason that we need to know is that we can take an action using another form of energy to balance us. So for example, if you just feel completely drained, but you know it's an emotional drain because you got into an argument with someone you might actually have physical energy that you can use to go work out or go for a run or go for a walk and clear your mind while you're doing something physical. And it might actually make you feel better about the situation that drained you because you're utilizing another energy you have. Now, if you were physically drained because you were carrying boxes all day and you're moving, then going for a run wouldn't really solve anything. But maybe reading a book would because then you're using an energy that you hadn't used throughout the day. So just trying to balance out our energies is one way that we can let a certain energy recharge while we're utilizing a different form of energy. The last thing that we can do is look for signs of being chronically drained in a given area. And this is where we might look at all of the areas of our life and different patterns that are showing up as far as where we're lacking energy. If it's happening day after day and we feel like we've already tried to recharge our batteries in a given area and done what we can on our own, it might require professional help or a career change or a lifestyle change and it might even mean that we meet, we need to make a strategic plan for changing things because that stress might be our body's way of telling us that something's not right. And if we continue doing things the same way, expecting different results, um, then we're not really going to get anywhere. So just being aware of those times where you feel like you've already done everything, like you've tried, if it's like physical drain, you feel like you've tried to get more rest, you've tried to get more exercise, you've looked into different vitamins or different diets that you might try and nothing's working, you know, then you might want to go seek professional advice. Or if you just feel like every day after work, you're just like miserable because you have 
no energy and it's just an awful feeling, then maybe that's not the the right job for you. And I know that's easier said than done, but we have this thing, and especially in American culture, where we just get used to being burnt out. And as a society, we're okay with it. And I've lived in other countries that do not seem as overwhelmed and burnt out as people in the United States of America. So I will say to my fellow Americans, please watch out for this chronic fatigue, chronic stress, chronic overwhelm and really pay attention to it and try to make sure that you're replenishing your energy or seeking help if you can't do it on your own. I hope this episode was a good reminder of the fact that energy is an important resource, just like time and money, and we need to view it as something that we need to manage and protect in order to be able to show up as our best self and be there for ourselves and for others. I really hope that just pausing to think about your own energy was helpful today. And I really do suggest paying attention for an entire day or several days, like I said, and just do a little energy audit and really pay attention to how you're spending your energy. And sometimes when you have a decision to make, you can ask yourself, will this be good for my energy? Will this give me energy? Will it take energy? Is it worth the amount of energy it's going to take? You know, just being conscious of it because sometimes we have time to do things, but we're just out of energy. And that's one thing that I found when I was coaching people that sometimes they would have these big goals and they would be trying to do things at night, for example. Like they would work all day and get home really late and then they'd have time to try to work on something. But they were so out of energy that it didn't matter if they had time left because that time couldn't be used productively because they had nothing left to give. So we have to just be aware that just because we have time to do something, it doesn't mean that we can actually show up. And for me, one of the things that I'm really aware of is that right now my kids are in school all day. And then after activities are over, we have very limited time together. And some days my energy is already gone by the time I am able to interact with them. So that's something that I'm really working on and I'm trying to make sure I conserve my energy so that I can really show up for them and be the best parent possible and also like show up for my spouse and make sure that I have energy left when we finally see each other at the end of the day. And it's just really important that we make sure we pay attention to all of these factors. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I love talking about energy. If you know anyone you think that might be interested in this podcast, please share it with them and I'll see you next week.